Oftentimes in life, we are faced with unplanned and unwanted obstacles that discourage us on our life's path. Everyday people give in or give up when these things seem too difficult to overcome. It takes a special kind of person to continue to fight and press on even when they don't fully understand why they should. In spite of it all was written to encourage and inspire everyone with the message that failure is never failure until you give into it. This book will bring you true life stories from courageous women who decided to take the stones that were thrown at them and build a bridge to the other side of their own personal success. These ladies are from different walks of life, but the one thing they all have in common is their belief that it was God who brought them through it all. He was there every step of the way, providing them with the divine strength to be an overcomer. These ladies pray that by sharing their stories that you will be inspired to keep pushing through your own trials and be encouraged in knowing that if God called you to it, he will definitely see you through it. This is the In Spite of It All promo. Pre-orders will be available March 15th. Contact me or any one of my co-authors for your copy of this very inspirational book called In Spite of It All. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to another episode of the Code of Sisterhood podcast. And this is your host, Erica Warren. I'm coming to you on this beautiful Friday afternoon. It's uh, 2.49 today on Friday, February 21st. Um, I will be airing this episode on a Monday, but I'm going to record it the Friday because the message that I want to share with you it came to me today and I like to go ahead and get it recorded while it's fresh in my mind while the words that were downloaded in my in my spirit are fresh and I don't forget them um, I wanted to go ahead and talk to you all today about discernment discernment and it was important for me to share this message because discernment is so big it's so important it's a very big um part of my life my daily life it leads me and it guides me in the directions that i need to go in to live um my best life, my most fulfilling life, my most peaceful life. Um, And I can remember, you know, vividly uh, years past when I did not follow my discernment, when I went against it, when I didn't trust it, when I didn't even realize that I had it. And that's what I wanted to talk about is that we all have discernment but we just don't tap into it most of us don't tap into it 
we don't realize how powerful it is and the thing that the things that you um use the most are the things that become stronger in you when you don't use something um it doesn't grow it doesn't flourish um it doesn't get better it doesn't get stronger and that was my um experience in life is that i always had a sense of discernment but i always second guessed it i always pushed it in the back of my head and i just wanted to talk to y'all about that like have you ever been in a situation where something felt just quite didn't feel quite right and you couldn't put your finger on it and it just gave you an uneasy feeling but you know as time went on you kind of talked yourself out of that feeling um you kind of um told yourself that you that that you were thinking crazy and that you know you were just being paranoid or um you know there was no real physical proof to back up what you were thinking or how you were feeling and so you didn't go with that um i i can count the times on both of my hands that my discernment would kick in in situations and i would second guess it and i would pull it push it to the back of my mind and i would go on and do the opposite of that and that situation would always come back um to haunt me you know because the thing that was that that my discernment was trying to tell me from the beginning always came out to be true always came to pass and I would look back and be like something told me not to do that or something told me that I should have done that and I didn't follow my first mind or I didn't pay attention to it or I pushed it to the back of my mind every time I went against my discernment um, it always came back to bite me later and so that's why now to this day I mean I can just I live by it it's my God in my life because it never ever ever has you know um stirred me in the wrong direction um and to me i really equate our sense of discernment with god's presence god's the stronger presence that you have in your life of God the closer relationship that you have with God the more that you really listen to God the more that you trust you know his guidance and his leadership and his word that sense of discernment gets stronger and stronger to where you don't ever second guess it it's just like second nature to you like when i'm in a situation and something doesn't feel quite right to me i follow that immediately because it's never steered me wrong in the past and i just it's just natural for me to follow my discernment because i know it does not let me down it's never let me down um and that's what i wanted to talk about you know if you're a period in your life where 
your sense of discernment has not grown to that level yet, or you know it's there, but you don't really know how to quite tap into it. You, you know, you feel like sometimes I might be able to trust it. Sometimes I don't think I can trust it, you know, because as human beings, we, uh, we live in a world where we need to see, hear, feel, and know what is being said to us or what is being told to us or, you know, what is being shown to us is actually true. We live in a world where we need proof. We need physical proof that we can put our hands on, that we can, you know, lay our eyes on. And nobody can sit here and say that um, that hasn't been as strong in their life as I. I'm the type of person that I need physical proof. I need to see what you're saying. I'm not going to take your word for anything. I live my life that way so many years and I had to think about like it was a it was a contradiction because when we go to church and we hear the pastor talking about you know having faith in God and believing in God and believing in his guidance but we talk about that in theory but we don't actually practice that in our everyday practical lives Most times in situations, we have to have proof, we have to have evidence, uh, we don't just go on what we feel and where God is guiding us. And that's the, you know, that's the, um, that's the fight between the flesh and the spirit and how, you know, they're going to be always in constant contradiction of each other. And as a human living on this earth, you would be naive to think that you're going to get to a place in your life where you're never, ever, ever going to have to fight your fleshly, uh, your fleshly urgings or your fleshly uh, feelings or your, uh, what other word I'm trying to say, you're, you're naive to think that your flesh is never going to get the best of you. You're naive to think that your flesh is going to get so weak where you're never going to have a, a moment where you mess up, where you stumble, where you um, don't perform as well as you should or, you know, anything like that. So we're always going to be in that constant battle as long as we live. But if you start to you know, really practice discernment and growing it and nurturing it and getting closer with God and just letting him prove to you that what I'm saying to you is the truth. Even if you can't see proof of it, even if it don't feel right right now, even if it don't look right right now, that sense of discernment will always lead you where you're supposed to be going every time I went against it it led me into places I wish I had never been but to me I could see you know it was a path that I could chart out and see with the with with the human eye and so I trusted it because I thought I could see 
you know where it was going but I had to realize I can never see further down the road than God can never ever ever never fool yourself into believing that you can see further down the line than what God can see and so every time I tried to do it my way and go against what he was telling me I ended up in a worse situation than I was before Um, so that sense of discernment I wanted to read to you all um, the definition of what discernment is Um, first definition is the ability to judge well most of us don't have the ability to practice good judgment in situations and and that's in choices that we make in our lives as far as um career as far as finances and definitely as far as you know relationships with people because it's it's hard it's hard to try to read people when everybody has their own you know separate and personal agenda in this life and on this earth and that's not to say that's good or bad because everybody who's living and breathing and has a spirit in their body that spirit belongs to you and you're responsible for it before you're responsible for anybody else's and so there's no way that I can know another person as well as I know myself Um, there's no way that I can get inside another person's head and see how they're thinking and see what how they're feeling I can't do that but what I can do is follow the discernment um, of what God put in me so that I know that whatever God put in me he's not gonna leave me wrong so I really don't have to worry about what the next person is thinking and what the next person's step is going to be as long as I just follow what he's telling me. He can figure that thing out. So uh, with the sense of discernment in our relationships, our friendships, you know, even um, dealing with family, um, dealing with people on our jobs, you have to be able to tap into that discernment to know what people are going to be good for your life and then it also will help you know which people um, will play what role in your life because you're going to have different levels of uh, of people in your life you're going to have your real close close friendships you're going to have your friendships that are more on a surface level they're friends they're not enemies but you don't let them get too close and and that's levels the that's level that goes in levels from friendships and family and co-workers and then in your romantic relationships which um those i would say are your most important so your sense of discernment in those romantic relationships needs to be on 10 
needs to be on 10 all the way on 10 because that's the person that's going to be the closest to you the most intimate you're going to share you're going to share more parts of yourself with that person than with any other person on this earth so that sense of discernment has to be on 10 um when choosing a, a lifelong partner um and so us as women i think a lot of us women and this is me i'm, I'm speaking about me but i know when i'm speaking about me i can i can speak about other women too because we're so much alike um i'm what's i'm what you call an empath and what that means is that i feel other people's pain i feel other people's joy i absorb i absorb the spirits and the energies that are immediately around me i feel for other people in that way to where sometimes i have to get away from people so i can come back into myself and know that these are my thoughts these are my feelings and i'm not being overtaken by what somebody else is is projecting onto me so by me being an empath i really 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 have to be sensitive and diligent about the people I let into my intimate space about the people that I share my life with because when you get that wrong energy around you and it starts to penetrate into your body and your soul then you don't know the difference between my thoughts and their thoughts and if they're having negative um self-defeating um depleting thoughts then i will also start having those same thoughts so i protect myself in that way i only let people around me who have you know good intentions who have good good um good spirits who have positive you know thoughts and projections onto my life i noticed that like there was a there has been several periods of my life where i knew that i was operating in a negative mindset i knew that i was operating in a negative space i knew that i was projecting negativity into the world and that's because that's what my environment was that's what i was surrounded by i was surrounded by other negative people and so it felt natural it felt natural for me to be negative. It felt natural for me to be, um, you know, pessimistic. It felt natural for me to be, um, you know, always looking on the darker side of things. Um, it felt natural for me to be critical of other people because that's what I was surrounded by. Um, so that deeper level and sense of discernment, it has to be tapped into and that just comes from a one-on-one -on -one relationship with God. And then um, it comes from just really, really paying attention to yourself. You, Some people are so afraid to just be alone by themselves, be alone in their own space. That's how you really get to know who you are. And then when you get around other people, 
you can see you you can tell the difference in between how that person is and how you are and you don't mesh your personality into another person's personality and become just like them like now i can be around other people who have differing views from me who have um different uh personalities and different attitudes than i do and um I don't take on those traits from those people because I've spent so much time alone with myself. I know who I am and I know when something is different from what I am and um, I can recognize that. And then it makes me respect, you know, differences from other people more. I used to be a person who couldn't really tolerate people who didn't think like I thought who didn't feel how I feel about certain uh, certain things in life I was very intolerant of people who were not like me and now I'm so much more tolerant of people who don't see things the way I do who don't feel the way I feel about things and I don't take it personally and I can still interact with them and I can still because I can actually learn from them because if you go through life with a with tunnel vision and you only see things one way and you only see things your way you're limiting yourself in life you're not hurting anybody else I used to think I was hurting other people because if oh if you don't if you don't think how I feel think how I think you don't feel how I feel then I just don't have to deal with you and I thought I was hurting them but I was only hurting myself and I was limiting my view of life. I was limiting how far I can go in life because I was, um, you know, I had tunnel vision and I wanted to change the world to be like me. I didn't want to change to adapt to the world. I wanted the world to change to adapt to me. And um, and it's, it's, it's like... <laughs> It's really cathartic to even hear myself saying those words right now because that just that just lets me know I have come a long way in life because back then I would never let somebody tell me that about myself. I would never let somebody criticize me and tell me what was wrong with me. And now for me to hear sit here and listen to myself say the things that I know was wrong with me just shows how far I've actually come and I'm amazed I'm amazed at the way that God can make you grow up and um, the knowledge that he can um, inject and project into you that um, I never want to be you know I never want to have a relationship that's far away from um, God's teachings and his wisdom anymore Um because I'm, I'm so I'm I'm at peace. I'm I'm at peace. Like not too many things can come against me that can like throw me off and like change my you know my inner my inner feelings about my stance in the world, about my position in the world, about who I am in the world. Not too many things can come against me and throw me off of that now because I have a sense of peace and identity um, from letting myself just spend time with God and understanding, you know, why I'm here, you know, how I came to be where I am right now. Um, 
and I got a better vision of where I want to go from there and um, so I just wanted to share that with y'all today that sense of discernment if you don't have it if you uh, if you desire to make it stronger um, then you need to you know get by yourself and start really looking into um, discernment if you if you just sit down and like gather up all of the past experiences that you've gone through in your life you know how they say that um hindsight is 2020 sometimes when you're actually within something in a situation you can't see it for what it really is but once you're out of it you can look at it you can look at it with an objective perspective because it's not you're not taking it personal anymore because you're not actually in it anymore um if you can sit down and look back over a lot of the experiences that you went through in life um and examine those things and figure out what what was that that happened to me what did i learn from that you know how did that change me as a person what did I miss in that situation when I was actually in it that now looking back on it I can see this this and this I did that because I had a series of toxic heartbreaking relationships that left me damaged it left me wounded scarred everything you want to name it left me all of those things depleted defeated um depressed all of that stuff and so what i had to do was start looking back at those situations and figuring out what was it that you missed in that situation that now you can see what was it that you did to participate in that situation that while you were in it you couldn't see but now you can um what was it that should have caused you to really stop and think is this good for me and you didn't pay attention to it or you brushed it off what was it then and really look at that look at that stuff and so now when I have interactions with people new and old it doesn't matter when I'm and I, I'm I don't have a fear of meeting new people I used to have such a fear of meeting new people because my thing was once I take the time and the energy to get to know somebody and get comfortable with them I don't want to know nobody new because I don't want to have to go through that process all over again. I don't want to have to get to know new people and figure out if they are who they say they are or if they got ulterior motives or if they're going to end up, you know, switching up on me later later in life. So once I had a, a comfortable group of people that I felt that I knew and they knew me, 
then I never wanted to change and get to know any new people. I had a fear of that. I don't have that fear anymore because, and I see the difference in why back then and now. I see the difference is because back then I didn't, I didn't trust my sense of discernment. I never utilized it. I never, um, I never even had like a. <clears throat> A real personal relationship with God. My relationship was with God was through what everybody else said about him. You know, going to church and listening to what the preacher said about him, but not actually personally experiencing it for myself. So I kind of believe what they said because if they're saying it, if they say they experienced it, then I I would say okay well it must be true because they saying they had the experience but I never knew it for myself so it was like third party information but and that's why I was such um I was so afraid of getting to know new people because I didn't have that sense of discernment for myself and um you know I didn't trust my own judgment with people so it took me it took me a long long time to even start letting people into my life i would have to spend weeks sometimes months like actually being around a person before i really start to trust and believe that they are who they say they are but now at this point in my life since i've tapped into my discernment and i really trust it like i trust breathing um I can discern who the person is from first meeting them. Few first few conversations of, you know, first few times of just spending time with them in their presence. I can I can feel out who they are, so I don't need all of that time to figure out who they are because my discernment kicks in to let me know. Oh, uh, this might be this this might be a time for you to pause on this person. I don't think they quite who they say they are I'm that's not feeling quite right it's not feeling authentic I as soon as that appears for me I trust it and I trust it because it's never ever led me wrong in the past so that's the contrast from back then until now and that's what I would say to anybody who you know if you have a fear of letting new people in your life if you have a fear of trying new things in life then you really need to work on that sense of discernment you really need to figure out what it is um you know gather up your past experiences you can learn a lot from those um start spending a lot of alone time with god and really getting quiet and 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 and, and drowning out all of the other outside noises that we sometimes get in our heads and just let let that be downloaded in your spirit and that will start to you know reveal a lot of stuff to you as well and then really self-examination that was the hardest part for me to do I had to examine myself and figure out what was my issues what was what was it inside of me that was holding me back and then i had to start working on those and accepting those for what they were not denying them and not trying to you know overlook them or sugarcoat them um and so so that's all i have for y'all today about discernment discernment 
it's very important tap into it and let it work for you and let it guide you um so that's all y'all 